I think a lot of people forgot about the Olympics this year. <laughs> I don't know about you. I think that's what happened. I can, like, I'm getting updates and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> it might just be because on, like, another part of the world. But, like, at the same time, it's like nobody really pays attention to it. And, I mean, uh, for good reason. I mean, there's a lot going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, that's crazy, bro. I agree. I agree. All right, you ready to jump? You ready to yeah. jump to this thing? Real fast, did you hear about USA Baseball? They lost to Japan. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. All right, in three, two, one. Just the boys from the South. Man, this is the boys from the South. Ladies and gentlemen. Sports and Shorts Podcast. Let's go. It's time for... Let's go, baby. Sports in Shorts. You know what time it is. Zero. All engine running. Sports in Shorts. It's the boys from the South. Giving you sports and more. From the 903. And the 504. And welcome back to the Sports and Shorts Podcast, episode 11. I am your host, Colin Vidros. Alongside with me is my guy, Andrew Simon. Andrew, how are we feeling today? We are feeling uh, really good, my guy. Well, I say that. I got a minor headache and I'm crazy tired. But that's what happens when you work at Hibbets on tax-free weekend. You know what I'm saying? That's honestly the way to go, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, happy Monday to y'all. Uh, excited to get this week going. And uh, let's get right to it. So my quick story is... USA women's basketball earns gold in the Olympics, and they're undefeated right now, so you can't really blame them for anything. Baseball earns a silver versus Japan in the Olympic final. Um, kind of didn't expect the U.S. to kind of go that route, but happy for them anyway. Uh, they lost 2 to nothing in the Olympic final. And then Lionel Messi going to sign with Paris Saint-Germain and play in France and be back with Neymar and some other people from Barcelona. Now, watching from last night the interview that he had with Barcelona about leaving and signing the two-year contract with PSG, um, he felt very emotional with it. And who could blame him? I mean, he's been there since he was about 19 years old. He's 34 now. He's been at the club for a very, very long time and had a really good career with them. Um, excited to see where he goes next, though. So be excited for that. Andrew, what you got for your quick stories? Yes, sir. All right. My quick stories are the U.S. wins the gold in women's 4 by 400 meter relay and Allison Felix is the most decorated American Olympian in track and field. Big accomplishment. Great shout-out. USA. USA. All right. QB Josh Allen signs a six-year, $280 million deal with the Bills with a $150 million guarantee. It's the most ever in a single contract. Breaking records, and he's a great quarterback. Team USA beats France in basketball to win the fourth consecutive gold medal, as well as the women beating Japan to win a gold medal as well. USA basketball, like you said, you know, just top notch, you know, never going to be beaten. KD, I think, led the charge with 26 points. So uh, big shout out to USA yet again in the Olympics. I'm not even surprised about KD because the man is just insane at whatever he does. I don't really know, like, what his limit is. And I sure as heck don't want to see that anytime soon. Just me being a sports fan, not going to want to see that anytime soon. 100%. I saw a fan the other day, I think it was Stephen A. Smith saying, I'm scared of KD because when he makes a shot, he don't talk. 
That's it. Like this man is right. He just stares to the other end of the court. No emotion. He's just focused the entire game. He is lethal, bro. He is lethal. I tell you that. One hundred percent. All right. So big, big story. So if you haven't seen this weekend, we had a couple people that got inducted into the Hall of Fame for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, one of the names. Troy Palomahu, another one. Probably one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen in my lifetime, Peyton Manning. Um, changing pretty much how we saw quarterbacks pretty much run uh, in the National Football League. And I, I really, really, really enjoyed seeing him actually get his gold jacket. Well, for one, because I felt like it was really cool to see how his career progressed and everything. Being from being from New Orleans and going to Tennessee and then... Um, playing for the Colts, playing for the Broncos, and having that kind of stigma with him that nobody else really has anymore. Besides, you know, Tom Brady, the retired now Drew Brees, and other quarterbacks in that era that kind of have that kind of spark from Peyton Manning. I'll give you an example. When Drew Brees played against Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning was pretty much going lights out in the first half only because of just how dominant he used to be. I mean, the famous Omaha! Like, you have to get that from Peyton Manning because nobody else is going to understand it. But it's just insane to see how he's progressed and him winning two Super Bowls, losing one to New Orleans, thank God. Um, Just excited to see that he's finally able to get his gold jacket. I mean, the man is just incredible at what he's been able to do. Um, And so I'll kind of throw it to you a little bit, Andrew. What do you think is, like, I guess Peyton Manning is, like, out, most outstanding moment that you could like you could just picture him in that moment forever and you would be happy with it man wow um for me that's hard because there's a bunch of like a lot a a lot of uh peyton manning key moments um and also i'm not like the huge most biggest nfl fan but if i had to choose one um, it would be like, I guess, when the Omaha, like you said, the Omaha statement kind of became his thing, and that's what everybody fed off of, and that's kind of where we saw his generation of corner quarterbacks shine, you know. Um, again, he had a specific, like, play style, if you will. He was staunch. He was upright. Wasn't afraid to take a hit. Wasn't afraid to run, even if uh, even though he was very, very, very slow. Right. Wasn't afraid to run. He was a great pocket passer, great passer on the run. So if I had to pick a favorite moment, I wouldn't know one because overall, everything of his was my favorite. From watching him in college, like highlights in college, even in the NFL, even maybe even playing with him on Madden. Yes, I played with him on Madden. I'm a tryhard. I don't care. I, I would too. Game. I would too. So. I mean, hey, you kind of got to, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I agree. So, really, overall, as a whole, was my favorite. Everything I saw of him was my favorite. Maybe not a specific thing. Um, I mean, again, like you said, though, with the Super Bowl against the Saints, what a show-out performance in the first half. So, um, if I had to choose, that would be it. But overall, it's just everything that I saw him do, even just in the locker room and in life, not just on the football field. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. Like, watching that Super Bowl in general, like, was insane to watch. Because, for one, you had, like, two young quarterbacks. I mean, like, they were young, but not, like, super old. Like, you had um, you had Big Ben that was still in the league and everything. Like, these were generally young. Like, Drew Brees hadn't hit his prime yet and everything. I think a lot of that goes into, like, what really shapes a good quarterback into becoming a great one. Because in that Super Bowl, you had two people that were edging their prime just a little bit. 
that were facing off in probably one of the greatest showdowns I've ever seen. Um, minus maybe Super Bowl 43, which was the year before when the Steelers and the Cardinals played, and the Steelers had that one amazing catch from Santonio Holmes in the end zone to win it. Um, I could recall another one when the Patriots went to the Super Bowl, which when they haven't went to the Super Bowl is surprising to me, um, when they beat the Seahawks 28-24 uh, with the Malcolm Butler catch at the goal line, which is insane to me. Um, those pretty much come to mind when you think about dominance and how close they were and how much of a really good Super Bowl that was. That's what I kind of get the vibe of from Super Bowl 44 with Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. But Peyton Manning all around was just an incredible quarterback to have on your team. I mean, you saw whenever they played the Bears in the Super Bowl 41 when he played for Indianapolis, and then you saw it again when he played Carolina as the Broncos, and you just got to give the man a lot of credit for what he's been able to do. And a lot of the storylines have been, you know, just his excellent dominance just wherever he's been, and kudos to him. I mean, I mean, his dad and his brother were also really, really good quarterbacks. I mean, who can say that they beat Tom Brady twice in a Super Bowl? Eli Manning is, is not that bad. I'm just going to say that. But that's just oh, yeah. me. That's just me speaking my thoughts. So, but yeah, kudos to Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. And you got to think about this in the Super Bowl too. Archie Manning, his dad lives in New Orleans. Right. He owns restaurants. He literally has friends in New Orleans. So think about the pressure of knowing your dad is there and all of his friends are there watching you play in New Orleans in the Superdome. Yeah. And then having that outstanding first half. That's pretty – I mean, I know I'd be nervous as all get out if my dad was in New Orleans, a higher figure who played in the NFL was a quarterback, and I was like, oh, dang, wait, I'm playing in front of him and my friends. I guess I kind of have to be okay this game, you know? Right. So that added pressure onto it when it becomes family is just harder. I know personally when I played baseball, if I saw my family in the stands like – all of my uncles and my aunts, I'd be like, oh, wait, I might actually have to get a hit this game, you know? Um, and so so kudos to Manning for that because his whole family was in the stands, all of them from New Orleans. And so um, that just shows a testament that to his drive and his focus and love to the game, nothing distracted him. He was either there or he wasn't, and he was definitely there that game. I agree with that. I mean, you just, you just can't really say nothing bad about him. That's how good of a reputation he's had, so... Well, that's going to do it for us here on the pod. Thank you for joining in with us. Um, and make sure to stay tuned for other episodes that we have, other different events that we're going to be putting on. We might go live on TikTok soon. Make sure to look in for that. And uh, as far as for me and Andrew, so long for now and peace and love to y'all, man. See y'all.